Star Wars 7x7 episode 669. All right, this is it. The gloves are off. And, well, sort of. (laughs) What I mean to say is that Star Wars Bloodline has debuted. It is out today. And there's a good chance that you haven't read it yet. So we're not going to spoil everything for you just yet. That's why I'm saying the gloves aren't entirely off, per se. But we are going to tell you a bit more about it and make sure that we keep a lot of the secrets, if not all of them, under wraps for the time being. But here's our non-spoiler review coming up. Punch it, Chewy. Hi, I'm Amy Rackliff from Full of Sith, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and before we begin, let me put it this way. Um... (laughs) There's, I guess there was a whole foo-fara that uh, happened on Twitter last week around one particular word being shared from the book. And I'm not going to say what the word is, and maybe you even happen to see that Twitter foo-fara. If you didn't, then I'll tell you what it is next week. So that way you have a chance to read the book, and then we can talk about any of that fun stuff. Anyway, suffice it to say that some folks are sensitive to spoilers about Bloodline, and, well, they should be. I mean, this is a novel taking place six years before The Force Awakens, and that's according to Del Rey themselves when they first announced Bloodline. And unlike, say, Chuck Wendig's book Star Wars Aftermath or the Shattered Empire comics, all of which take place very soon after Return of the Jedi, this one takes place a lot closer to The Force Awakens, and therefore it has the potential for a lot more exciting and explosive information to be shared. The fact of the matter is that the way that we're going to treat it here at Star Wars 7x7 is we're going to give you a week. (laughs) We're going to give you one week to read the book, and after that, then all the gloves will come off because there is so much to share, so much in-depth analysis to dig into thanks to the book and what happens in it. And even, not even what happens in it, of course, that's part of it, but also the things that you catch as asides as you go through the book as well. There's such an incredible wealth of information that starts to fill in our picture of the pre-Force Awakens timeline that one episode, two episodes, three episodes is not going to be enough to do it. We're probably going to spend a week or more going through all the tidbits and details and all the angles that are revealed to us through Bloodline. So if you don't manage to get through Bloodline in a week, well, then just save the episodes of the podcast and listen to them after you've gone through Bloodline. But believe me, I have a hard time imagining that it's going to take you a week to get through it because it certainly didn't take me that long. And man, once it got going, it was kind of like a freight train that I just could not put down. If you have read Claudia Gray's book Lost Stars, one of the books out of the Journey to the Force Awakens, then you know that she is a very solid writer and has a good handle of the Star Wars universe. So taking on iconic characters like Princess Leia, of course that presents a particular challenge and I'm very pleased to tell you that Ms. Gray is up to the task and then some. And I don't necessarily mean it to be a knock on Lost Stars by saying that I liked Bloodline a lot better than I did Lost Stars. That's probably just more my own predilection for the original trilogy and seeing what those characters have gotten up to and also my abject curiosity about the time period in between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. And as I'm discovering about myself, 
probably more about the time closer to The Force Awakens than the time closer to Return of the Jedi because it seems like that is where the real meat of the mystery is as far as all of us Star Wars fans are and are wondering about how the events of Force Awakens were shaped by what came before it. You know, things like how Ben Solo became Kylo Ren and how he was seduced by Snoke to the dark side of the Force and how Han and Leia busted up and how long ago it had been and how the Resistance was formed and how the First Order came about and how Luke lost all of his students and how he became a hermit and all these different unanswered questions we had after The Force Awakens. And I have to tell you that not all of them will be answered by Bloodline. And in fact, some of them won't even be addressed by bloodline. So still a lot of mystery remaining in the Star Wars universe even after the read of bloodline and even after the I'm going through my second fine tooth comb reading of bloodline and yeah there's still a lot that is left unspoken and unsaid at this point. That being said there are some very satisfactory reveals and again this is a non-spoiler podcast so what I will do is I will share with you just a couple of thoughts based on the information that is already out there and that just means the summary of the plot as well as the sample chapter that was released on USA Today as well as Jen Heddle's article on StarWars.com about the eight things that make Bloodline essential reading and I'll expand on those just a wee bit for you. One of them has to do with the other major character in Star Wars Bloodline, a new character, Ransom Casterfo, and this is a guy, as uh, Claudia Gray describes in the USA Today article, as an ambitious young senator who's Leia's political opposite in virtually every way, even collects artifacts from the Empire like pro-Palpatine banners, pieces of armor, and so on. And I gotta tell you, that is probably one of the most satisfying things of the book is the relationship that Claudia Gray develops between Leia and Ransom. It is absolutely tremendous. And the development of a relationship over time is one of the most difficult things to pull off in terms of any work of fiction, any evolving relationship specifically. And we saw it to some degree with Thane and Sienna in the Lost Stars novel. We saw what Claudia Gray was capable of in that regard. And she tops herself in Bloodline without question in the relationship that she develops with Leia and Ransom. It is absolutely tremendous what she does. And the other relationship I want to call your attention to in the novel is that of Han and Leia. And Jen Heddle in her article wrote, Not satisfied with the bits of Han-Leia interaction we got in The Force Awakens? Looking for more about your favorite pop culture couple? We've got your back. Han's a secondary character in the novel, but he and his relationship with Leia get a chance to shine. And can't agree more. <laughs> and I've got to compliment Claudia Gray on this one as well. She nails the interaction between the two of them. And there are just such awesome moments in between them that it is just fantastic. It is exactly the sort of thing that I had hoped for in The Force Awakens that naturally we couldn't have. And uh, it does make you want ultimately to have a film adaptation of this. I'm just going to go out and say it. Like If this thing ever got ad adapted into a movie, I would be thrilled. Honestly, there's so much good stuff in here that it's worth the time and trouble to do it. And though I haven't heard it, of course, I imagine the audio production of this is going to be fantastic too, especially if they've got somebody who has a really good handle on Han and Leia's voice. Man, that's going to be a gangbuster of an audio adaptation. So look, when it comes down to it, I think 
I'm pretty sure that if it's from, you know, middle school and above, I have read everything that's been released in the new Star Wars canon on the novel side of things. And out of everything, I have to say this has absolutely been my favorite so far. 100% hands down. It's not even an argument. It's not an insult to any of the other things that have come before. There have been a lot of great additions to the Star Wars story with the new canon novels that have been released over the last, oh gosh, it's a year and a half now. Is that really all it's been? (laughs) Amazing. But this one blows them all away. And maybe it's because it's all about the particular time period I'm most interested in that's got to have something to do with it. But the fact that it was so successfully executed has to be a big part of the equation as well. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Star Wars Day is just around the corner, and Zebra Imaging, the makers of Star Wars 3D holograms, are celebrating their love for the galaxy far, far away with a special deal on all of their collectibles. Tomorrow, only May 4th, you can get $20 off any of their holograms, and you can get free shipping as well if you use the promo code MAY4TH7X7. That's M-A-Y, the number 4, T-H-7X7. All you have to do is go to SW7X7.com slash hologram. Yeah, that's SW7X7.com slash hologram. You heard it right. And that'll take you right to the website where you can enter that promo code and get the offer again, May 4th, 7X7. We'll have all this in the blog post for the show's episode, too. Choose any of the four in the first series of holograms they've released, Kylo Ren, the Death Star Trench Run, R2-D2, or Han Solo and Carbonite. And if you get all four, they'll throw a fifth one in free. They're not revealing who the subject of that secret hologram is, but they did give us a hint. They said R2-D2 might feel threatened by this new addition to the cast. I think that gives us a pretty good idea of who's going to be in that one. Once again, SW7X7.com slash hologram and use the code MAY4TH7X7 to get the deal. All right, let's talk trivia here. I don't know what to do! Last time we asked you what the last line of dialogue spoken is in The Force Awakens, and it's Leia saying, may the Force be with you. I'm kind of liking this first and last line bit, so why don't we go with this for today's question. What's the very first line of dialogue spoken in Star Wars, a.k.a. A New Hope? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you pick up another pathetic life form, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a pod race bet, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.